Welcome to the Redefining Health for Kingdom Impact podcast. This is a podcast for women of faith who are wanting to learn how to get healthy God's way. I am your host, Carrie Leonardini, an online health transformation coach, mama of two, a lover of Jesus, sunsets, and the outdoors. Welcome back, my friends, to another episode of the Redefining Health for Kingdom Impact podcast. Carrie Leonardini here. How are we doing today? Ladies, ladies, ladies. So a few weeks ago, I shared my journey of marriage and divorce. And I've decided there needs to be a second part of that. So part one, if you haven't listened to it, it's episode 14. And I shared about what I thought marriage would be, what it turned out to be like, and the devastation and disruption divorce caused that led to the woman and mother I am today. And I shared some of the lessons I had learned through that process that I'm stronger than I realized. I can do hard things. I wasn't alone in the journey or the process. And that physical fitness was my outlet and my physical reminder of my strength. And as we step into this, I want to make it, I guess we'll call it part two of this journey because there's so much more to this. And I think for one, it's me just learning how to articulate my story and to share it um, and letting it come forth the way God wants it to. Because I'm definitely the type of person who likes to have control. Can anybody relate? I want to know how things are going to work from A to Z and all the steps in between. So I know I'm going to get it right. And I've, I've had to and I am learning to let go and let God. It's something I know logically, but it's truly getting it down into my heart. And over the last 10 plus years, this has been my journey of post-divorce, stepping into a single parent, doing it solo, and the joys and the challenges that it brought. And the biggest part I wanted to share was that deeper part of the story. And a lot of it stems back from childhood, which most of our stories do, but we don't always know where or why. And on my journey of divorce, I've seen... God's hand in it all. Even before I knew God, his hand was upon my life and helping me. And when the divorce happened, you know, my family as I knew it, it was breaking apart. My confidence and my trust took a major hit as well. I felt lost and alone, sad, heartbroken, and devastated. I had fallen back into my old waves of looking for love because I didn't feel loved. My old subconscious belief that love is found in a man came back up as I started to enter the dating world again. You know, what I didn't realize was that I had a major, we'll call it a daddy issue, but really what it was is I had a major gap in my maturity. I didn't have what I needed as a child to feel safe, to feel loved, to feel secure, to feel needed and wanted. And as a child, I didn't know how to express that, right? I didn't know what that meant. This was just something subconsciously happening. It was coming out in my actions and it was now in my adulthood. And I didn't feel, like I said, seen or safe or secure as a child. The basic needs weren't met. And I was looking for them in a man without realizing it. I didn't know what I was doing. It wasn't something that was conscious or in my awareness. And I didn't respect my body as the holy temple it was, because I didn't know in my heart that it was. I didn't know the Lord at the time. And I didn't know the Lord until I was 31. So in my teenage years, you know, I was in and out of relationships, had boyfriends, and it was things that happened in my past as a child 
a friend of my dad's had tried to molest me. And that's when I look back and see the hand of God in my life at that point. Because if my dad had not walked in when he did, it would have gone so much further than it already had. And I was scared. I was frightened. I wasn't sure what to do. And I didn't tell anybody for years. My dad was friends with this man still. And he would call and make all these sexual innuendos and comments. And I was about 13 at the time. And I was so angry, you know, at him. And I was just like, hang up on him um, and avoid him at all costs. And I had all this anger and hurt and shame and guilt inside of me. But as a child, as a 13-year-old, I didn't know what it was. I didn't know how to express it except through anger and lashing out at people. And I started to view my body as a weapon, as a tool. Like the only way that I thought men showed love was through physical intimacy. And that started to manifest through my actions when I started to date without me realizing what was happening, right? A lot of this, what we do is subconscious. We're on autopilot and we're operating from a place of trauma and hurt without even realizing it, right? I had the belief, you know, that was a belief that I had that I, that I wasn't aware of, but it came out in my actions as I dated and I looked for love through a man versus God because I wasn't aware of it. And I didn't come to know the Lord until in my thirties, like I shared And he lovingly showed me over like about the last six years what I had been doing and that he has been healing me and teaching me what true love is and it has nothing to do with my body but my heart and how a person sees me, my character, my value, my worth, right, which is in God. And I've been on a journey of being single for the last, gosh, what, three, four years And I have not dated. I've chosen that because I know this season in my life is for healing. And I know if I step back out into the dating world before God has finished the work in me to heal me, that it will be so easy for me to fall back into those patterns of seeing my body as the only way to be loved versus my mind, right? My spirit. So it's been a journey, my friends. And when I got divorced and due to the reasons for that divorce, which was through my husband being unfaithful, it rocked my world. It really did. And from that point until a few years ago, it impacted me so much that I didn't trust myself. I didn't trust myself in relationships with men. I didn't trust my decision-making through a lot of areas because I was like, what if, and I no longer had the safety net, right? Of someone to talk to, um, someone who I thought I was going to be with and I could share what I was doing or my thoughts, my, my desires, my dreams. There was no longer that person there anymore. And so all I had to rely on was myself, right? I thought it was all on my shoulders. And so my trust, my self-confidence took a huge hit. And right now in this current season, I am on this journey I am way farther along than I was 10 years ago, but it's still a process. There is 30 plus years, you know, of trauma, of conditioning, of hurt that God is working to heal within me so I can be a whole person. So I'm able to step out transparent here, my friends, because it's so important. Like we can see our body as a tool, right? When it is a tool 
as it helps us get through our life, right? It carries our spirit. We have our body to be able to do the work that we're called to do in this world through our daily tasks and our purpose work. But when we're in an unhealthy place and how we view our body, it impacts every area of our life. And right now in the beginning, I remember being so distraught. And I know some of you listening may have gone through divorce. Maybe you're currently going through it or a separation. And I just want to say, I hear you. I see you. And you're not alone. And it's okay. And it's okay that we want to maybe go out and date again, right? Or get remarried. Yes. You know, we're not called to be alone, right? God is calling us to become, to come into a relationship, right? A marriage if that is will for us, right? And there might be another time where I get married again, but right now I'm in such an amazing season where I feel content with just being Carrie, right? I, I laugh and tell friends, like, I don't know how I'd even get married again. I have to actually get someone else's opinion <laughs> and have to, um, you know, chat with them first before I do something. Oh boy, I'm not sure if I want to do that and share closet space and have to, you know, get feedback on things versus just making the decision myself, Like, I'm like, oh God, you're going to have to help me big time because I'll need to be humbled, right? So, but there was a time in the beginning where I was just so distraught and I was so lonely. I missed having someone to cuddle with. I missed having that comfort from another human being, someone to share my day with and hear about theirs and someone else to be concerned about and, and love on. Because I also realized in that time, As a child, I used to want to hear everybody else's problems and help them fix it because that meant I didn't have to deal with what was happening in my world, what I was feeling inside. I could push that aside and focus in on somebody else. And that's how I cope. That was a coping mechanism. But out of that coping mechanism also grew my giftings of being able to connect and encourage and educate people on multiple things in multiple areas of my life. That is my, my giftings, my common thread, whether I'm connecting relationally or spiritually, it's a gift to be able to do that and see and be able to empathize with people on a deeper level because of the things I have gone through. And I can recognize it easier in others and be able to be there and support them, but also have healthy boundaries in place now. So with this journey of truly stepping into self-love, acceptance and gaining back my confidence as a woman, and growing in my trust of self and God has been a 10 plus year journey, my friend. And what I'm still on today is ever evolving. And I just want to encourage you that if you've gone through a hardship, right? Maybe you're in the middle of it now that take heart because God has already overcome it. He is making a way for you now through it. But through every trial, there is a lesson, right? There we're getting sharpened, right? We are getting fortified to create perseverance, right? To increase our hope and our trust and our faith. And I think it's just so important that we have that. And right now, like I said, my season right now is to be single, but I know one day I will be married again. But my purpose right now is to raise my kids to the best of my ability. And there was a time, and I want to speak to this too, in case any of you have felt this or are feeling this, that maybe are single parents right now, single moms. Um, I had, I felt guilty. I felt guilty for not dating because I'm like, well, am I taking away the opportunity for my kids to have a true father figure in their life to someone that loves them and is wanting to raise them and be a part of their life? Am I taking that away from them by not dating? 
So there was a, a time when I was going through that, but I knew in my heart that it wasn't for me to just go out and date just so I can get married so my kids had a dad. Does that make sense? You know, I knew that God would minister and he did. He brought so many amazing men into our lives, good men, godly men who we got to see myself included what a father looks like who provides those basic needs, right? For you to feel seen, to feel heard, to feel loved, to feel safe, to feel secure, right? The things we need to grow into a healthy adult, a healthy human being. And I was seeing this modeled and so were my children. And it was such a blessing. And I was able to see what a healthy marriage looked like through friends' marriages, right? And it was such a beautiful thing to behold. And my kids have experienced that. And yes, well, I know they're going to need therapy, right? We all need it. I, I'm the first one to say it. But they've also are so well adjusted. I get compliments all the time on how, how amazing the kids are. They do great in school. They're able to get along with friends. They make friends. But they also have that there's a piece of them I know will always be there of not having their father around. And that's something I can't fix, even though I may want to. It is not for me to do. It's just for me to show up and love them the best that I can and trust that God is dealing with the rest and will provide the people and the resources to help them through any trauma that they have. So dating, again, for me right now, I'm open. I'm open. So ladies, if you want to pray for your sister here, that a godly man comes in her life. I used to write down, Every day as part of my, my goals and what I'm desiring in my life, you know, the type of man. I stopped doing that a while ago. Do you know why? I was writing it down thinking I wanted it when I didn't. It wasn't time. And now I'm coming back into that place where I'm open to companionship, to meeting somebody. But it has to be the right somebody. But I still have part of me that wants to dictate every little piece of this person, which means I'm not ready to receive him yet. There's still work for the Lord to do within me. So my mental health, my emotional health is in the right place to receive him for who he is and for me to allow him to receive me how I am and to be strong in my conviction, to be strong in my boundaries and have that respected. So it's a journey, my friends. So I hope you're encouraged that if you are going through something like this or have gone through it, maybe you are in the single realm, that you are not alone, sis. You are not alone. And we don't have to view our bodies as a tool or a weapon, right? And, and that's what I used to view it as. And now I realize that I am so much more than my body. Physical attraction, yes, is normal. And I can realize that's what it is. It's just physical attraction. It doesn't mean that I have to give into it or that that means that person loves me because they're attracted to me. Not at all. Right. And so that is something I had to learn that lesson. And it's one that I'm still sitting with and working through. And I know when I've received what I meant to receive in this season, that the right person will come along. And I fully believe that. And I'm excited for it. Not excited maybe to share <laughs> some spaces, but I'm excited for that person that will come through. So be encouraged today, my friend. I just pray that whatever journey that you're on, you know that you're not alone. And if you are looking for a community, a space of life-giving community of women, women of faith who are on the journey of redefining health for themselves, mentally, spiritually, physically, emotionally, I encourage you to come join us over at the Strong and Fit Christian Mom Group. It's over on Facebook, totally free. 
where we focus on the five pillars of health, mindset, faith, nutrition, fitness, and self-care. Those are the five key principles that we need to steward over to truly have a healthy lifestyle and body so we can walk in purpose with more ease and joy. So I will drop the link below in the show notes and I look forward to connecting with you and I will talk to you next episode. Thank you for joining me on another episode of the Redefining Health for Kingdom Impact podcast. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review this episode so I can keep bringing you the content that serves you the most. Let's stay connected and keep the conversation going. You can find me on Facebook and Instagram at Carrie Leonardini. So until next time, keep taking your she back, your strength, health, and empowerment.